Welcome to the Happy Math Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Anderson, and I'm here to give you the tools you need to change your mindset, both in math and in life. Let's dive right in. Hi, my friend. I am so excited to talk to you today. I hope you are doing well. We are going to talk about comparison today, and I think that this is especially relevant for this time of year. We are in the new year. We have made it to 2021, and this is the time of year where everybody starts making new goals, new resolutions. They're deciding how they're going to kick ass for the year, and they're really doing it, right? Because everybody's all jacked. We actually got to the new year, and they're ready for a fresh start. And you can see everybody making these big changes, and it's all over social media. And it's easy for us to compare ourselves to other people. So we want to be able to get that in check when it's happening. So let's first talk about kind of the two main ways that comparison comes up. So one way is what I just said, that comparison comes up in terms of other people. So we see what other people are doing, either on the internet, on social media, or in our inner circles. There is also the comparison of time that occurs. So this is something that we do more individually, where we are comparison comparing what we are doing now to a different time in our life, either a time in the past that we really enjoy and we're sort of reverent upon, a a time in the past that we really loved and we wish that we could go back to, or maybe a time in the future that we're dreaming up and we're sort of thinking, oh, my life will be better when I get to this point or when I get to this feeling. Both of those things are outside of the present moment and what we can control is within the present moment. So let's think about what we can do when we're in this situation, when we're in either of those situations where we are either comparing ourselves to other people or we're doing this sort of time comparison where our mind is flipping back to the past or forward to the future. One thing that you can do is use these thoughts as signposts for what you really want And bring that into the present moment. So clarity comes from action, not thought. What is the thing that you are actually wanting from this, right? So if you are looking at someone else online and you are feeling down on yourself because they are doing something that you are not, take a moment to get quiet about what is that thing that they are doing that you want to do. Now, Only you are going to be able to say what that thing is. And if you give yourself some time to get quiet and to think about it, then you might actually find that that's not something that you really want, right? The thing that's making you feel down, if you get really honest with yourself, maybe you don't even want that thing, right? So if that's the acknowledgement, then you can just move right on. That's an easy one. Okay, but if it's something that you are actually wanting to do yourself and you're you're comparing and you're feeling down because of something that you're seeing someone else doing, what is an action that you can take to move yourself closer 
to that person because what's really happening is you're seeing a version of yourself that rings true. So you're getting a little bit of a mirror in that other person that is sort of ringing true for you. You're saying, oh, I know that that is inside of me. I know that that's something that I could do. What's an action that you can take in a present, in the present moment to get closer to that person? Okay, the second thing that we can do is acknowledge what we can and cannot control. Okay, this is a big one and this is an important thing to just bring into all aspects of our life because what we find is that there's actually an enormous amount of things that we cannot control, right? There are things thrown at us all the time, interactions every day that we can't prevent, right? But what's encouraging is that there are things that we can control and social media is a huge comparison trap. So acknowledging that you control the content that you consume is really powerful. So you want to make sure that you are putting content in front of your face that is uplifting to you, that encourages you to reach for more, content that inspires you, content that makes you feel positive, not content that is making you feel low or compare yourself or feel down or feel not enough. You control that. So you need to sort of audit what you're looking at and and block or get away from the things that are not making you feel good. Okay, it's not a big deal to block people or unfollow people. That's if that's what you need and then, then that's what's important. So throw away the people pleaser. Okay, don't worry about whether someone's going to get mad if you unfollow or not. That doesn't matter. What matters is your mental health and your well-being. So if you have chosen wrongly, the people that you're following or the people or the content that you are consuming, choose again. Also acknowledge the amount of time that you are spending on social media because you can control that as well. There's all sorts of uh, screen time apps that can help you set limits on your apps. They will shut your apps off so that you cannot access them during the day. There's There are... All sorts of things like that that can help you limit your time on these apps so that there's just less time that you're even looking at these things. So that's another way for you to make sure that you're not just getting into the mindless, meaningless scroll. So do an audit on the ways that you are using the internet or social media and whether the things that you are consuming are making you feel down or are lifting you up. Okay, the third thing that we can do is to acknowledge that comparisons are done in ego. They're done in ego. So anytime you make yourself superior or inferior, that is the ego or the mind taking over. That is not you. You are bigger than that. Okay, you are a gift to this world and frankly, so is the person that you're comparing yourself to. So you need to turn away from your ego and back to your bigness. Okay, turn away from your ego and back to your bigness because that comparison is not serving you. You have a big light and so does that person that you're comparing yourself to and you don't need to spend time getting 
down about where they are at and where you are at in comparison because you can build for yourself whatever you want if you are willing to get quiet and take action on those things. So we want to kick the ego to the curb and turn back to our bigness. All right, so I wanted to also talk a little bit about how I think this relates to education and learning. And one of the biggest things I think that happens, especially in schools today, is we sort of encourage uh, this competitive nature between students, which I think is okay in moderate amounts. But what I think is more important to teach students or kids how to do is to, instead of looking at other students and how other students are dealing with lessons or classes or tests to instead compare themselves to themselves, <laughs> okay? Because what is just so inherently true is that each person is different. Each person is different. It brings a different bag of experiences to the table, brings a different bag of skills to the table. And so it's just really not apples to apples to just compare people, <laughs> students, simply because of their age group. Uh, the resources that they have at home are not the same. There's all sorts of things that make people different from each other, that make students different from each other. So I think it's more useful to teach a kid how to compare themselves to themselves. So this is especially true for students who learn at a, at a slower pace. So if you've got a D student, let's say, that's sort of struggling to hang on to their uh, passing grade, Instead of that kid feeling really low about the fact that he's got a D and Susie over there has got an A plus with 100 points of extra credit, what can you do to get that girl or guy to acknowledge where he was at on test number one and where he wants to go for test number two? And if that's a very small increase, that's an increase. That's an improvement. That's something to hang on to. And that small incremental growth each time is something that is going to serve that student well. And I think that part of that is teaching about growth mindset. We're going to talk more about growth mindset in another episode. But again, I think it's very important when we are working with young people in any sort of a learning setting to sort of step away from this competitive aspect of you need to do better than the person next to you and step more into where are you at right now and how can you compete with yourself to make incremental progress, to be a little bit better than you were yesterday, to be a little, you know, to just not be stagnant, to be making progress because it's it's okay to have it's okay to have a low grade it's not the end of the world to have a low grade but what are you doing to make sure that you're on an upward trajectory rather than just saying okay I'm barely hanging on with this passing grade I'm just gonna scrape up whatever points I can get 
and we're going to be okay with the, the passing grade. What can you do to make sure that you are constantly building on what you've got so that eventually now you've got a C, right? Maybe you just totally worked your ass off and now you've gone from your barely passing grade to a C. What can you do to change your circumstance instead of staying where you're at? So that's that's what I think is useful to think about within education when it comes to comparison. All right, that's what I've got for you today. I hope you have a really great day and we will talk soon. See ya.